Welcome to Veterans Dare, the Veterans Hour, your source of news, talk, and uncensored commentary here on Lone Star Community Radio. I'm your host today, Dangerous Dan the Muffin Man, and on the phone all the way from Corpus Christi is Douglas B., along with TV Tanya. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year's to all. I hope you all had a had a good New Year's and a, a festive holiday season. We have a special show for you this month, and we're going to, as Dan said, we're doing a dual broadcast because he's in our Conroe studio, and I'm calling in from beautiful, frigid downtown Corpus Christi with our friend Tanya from BitterGlitter.us. And, of course, you'll hear in the background our apex predator posse, Spike and Big Tony, will be charged. We'll be barking in as they come up with comments. Yeah. As always, let's do a little housekeeping before we get started. You can contact Veterans Air through the website at www.veteransair.us. Leave us a message, or better yet, text us uh, in studio on our Google phone, 936-344-3083. See, I remembered what our phone number was this, <laughs> this time. Not because it's written down either. I, I did write it down. I actually printed them out this this week. Um, hey, before we get into uh, what's going on in uh, January and our topics, we're like, predator proxy. That's are. right. <laughs> uh, before we get into that, let's uh, let's spend a minute and talk about the American Legion Post Four One One Heroes Holiday Harvest that we had back on December 9th. Um, I want to thank our sponsors for that event. East Meets West Productions and Cowboy Kia, along with the Outlet Mall at Conroe. Without their generous support, the event could never happen. Could never happen. Yes, I would um, never have gotten my, my good turkey. Yeah, you got a turkey. That's right. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, 500-plus turkeys were given out that day and over $1,000 in gift cards to Montgomery uh, citizens and veterans. I want to give a special thanks to uh, Jim's Hardware over there in Montgomery. Jim, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, Jim's Hardware donated a $150 gift card to uh, to his store, um, and we're still looking for a recipient for that. Um, if you didn't get a turkey and you didn't come out and register for a gift card, well, you missed a great event. You really did. Um, even Santa Claus was there. Not the bourbon and cigar Santa Claus, but the real deal. The big man himself showed up. Uh, you can check out the event on the American Legion Facebook page. Um, and you know what, people? You need to register with the American Legion. You, you know, at least get on their mailing list so you don't miss these events. You can call the American Legion at 936-207-2401 for more information. Hey, Dan, Doug, what'd you do for New Year's? What did I do? I didn't do anything exciting. I was over here listening to, uh, um, Dick's night and his, his night sounds pretty, pretty epic. Mine. I just kind of sat at home and binged watch Netflix with, uh, you know, adequate soundproofing. <laughs> yeah. The picture was, uh, was calling in, um, on uh, New Year's Eve about the people down the street firing off their guns. I guess loud noises uh, excite some people. I, I don't know. We'll, 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 do, we'll do news. Happy New Year! And then there are those of us that spent the evening in the bathtub. Yes. Yes. I tried to avoid that this year. There was no bathtub spending here. I, I did attempt to get uh, Tanya drunk, but it, it didn't work. <laughs> That's because my daughter was there. I would just hand her the glass and go, can I get another one? Yes, obviously, pink dragons and, and Brussels sprouts were, were, were their thing for the day. Yep. And mac and cheese with lobster. Yeah, lobster mac. Can't beat it. She put ketchup on their mac and cheese, Dan. Oh, I did not do that. That's absolutely barbaric. It, it is. It is. I don't know what's wrong. I mean, I can understand hey. adding, like, bacon, but ketchup? I ate the bacon since, you know, she, she won't eat meat. But so. that was meant for the Brussels sprouts, not the lobster mac. I put it on the tacos. Wow. Yeah, it's not a party till pork products are introduced. That's right. Everything's better with bacon. So, hey, Tanya, yes. welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's good to be back. Uh, thank you for your service to your country and your unwavering support for this show, veteransair.us. And I'm sure that that will be a detrimental detrimental a detriment to your public reputation. Well, 
What do I care? <laughs> <laughs> hey, for those of you that uh, that don't know, uh, Tanya is a 22-year veteran of the United States Air Force. She's not Army. She went Air Force. But she's also a combat veteran and 100% disabled physically while also suffering from PTSD. And Tanya is uh, part of the show because she started BitterGlitter.us. From the couch. From the couch. Yeah. And Bitter Glitter creates and sells unique motivational items geared towards the veterans. And she also gives us a whole bunch of pocket knives that we give away on the show. Knives are wonderful things. There you go. That's Sean the American Bob dream, starting your, uh, your business from your couch. I did. If it, in fact, if it wasn't for the American Legion and uh, Conroe, I'd probably still be sitting on the couch, unwashed, depressed. I'm doing a lot better now. Yes. Now you have all those things plus a business. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, someday she's going to be rich and we'll be able to go, hey, we know her. No, you'll be able to party with me because when I go big, I take other people with me. So today's topic of, of conversation is going to be female veterans. And why female veterans specifically? You know, we're not PC here at Veterans Air. Uh, and we believe that there's both males and females. And in this case, with veteran support, female veterans, they need different things than the traditional male uh, veteran would need. So, Tanya, tell us, why do female veterans need a different type of, of support? I think women in the military, um, we try to model ourselves after males in the military, but there's only so far you can really take that, right? I mean, okay, so the other day I was looking through the internet and I was thinking, you know, uh, veterans issues, what are veterans afraid of, where should they live, what do they eat in the wild in their natural habitat? And I came across, oh, it's lovely, okay? It's called Pinups for Vets. And you can actually um, go online to Gina at pinupsforvets.com. And the reason I think this is great is because these women are all actual veterans, but they dress up like um, pinups from the 40s. Remember all the nose art and all that on the aircraft? And I get, you know, that there's even a, a long line of women who think, Pinups for vets, the calendar is a great thing. I think it's beautiful. But you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see pinups for female vets because it's all women. Now, now, now there's a thought, but but we're straying. And, and we'll, let's get back to that. Um, not not at all. About, I think more men should get their banana hammock bodies out there. <laughs> banana hammock. Um, for those of you that do not know me personally, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, some visual hint. I am all that and a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. With a pickle. With a, with a pickle. That's right. With a pickle. I'm um, But anyway, um, when we started talking about this, um, female veterans have different type of, of needs. And under the umbrella of veterans, they all have the same benefits because we're all, you know, veterans. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the females of veterans out there, they may be looking for for certain resources that are exclusive to the female veterans. I mean, us guys get together and, and we talk guys and guys we can we can talk about guys, but we won't talk about certain things um, in mixed company. Well, females are the same way. So we started looking out there and see are there specific type of resources for female veterans. And you know what? There are. There are. And But these resources, um, they're not as prevalent as the male resource. Right. I mean, just a quick search of the internet, uh, I found things such as Operation WeAreHere.com, Grace Under Fire, right. AmericanWomenVeterans.org, TexVet, uh, the Military Veterans Peer Network, it, just, just some of the, these types of resources. Now, when we talk a female resource as opposed to a male resource, what are we talking about here, Tanya? Well, everybody knows you eat with your eyes first. So the pinups for that calendar goes, and it's awesome what they do. They, they take these calendars and they put them in front of your healing male veteran to give them something to look forward to every day. It's a pretty calendar, lots of pretty girls. But, you know, I mean, I know it's superficial, 
but I'd like to see somebody do something like that for the female veteran. Well, you know, if, if, and I've seen them around on different uh, Facebook pages and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a, a plethora. Plethora? What a fun um, word. And what a fun word. There, there are entirely too many um, amputees from our current wars. Right. And a lot of these amputees are female. And if you look at that disproportionately, um, you'll go, okay, well, there's many, many more male uh, amputee veterans and there are female amputee veterans. And that is true statistically. Why? Yeah. Because there's more there's veterans. More there's more men. Veterans? Um, metro men? Uh, there ain't no metro men in the <laughs> Army. Maybe in the Air Force, but not in the Army. I'm sorry, Doug, but I, 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 think, I think I see where you're getting at. For these amputees, we need to do sex toy prosthetics. See, that'd be nice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If we can do, if we can do pinup for vets calendars that are uh, motivational to a male veteran, because let's face it, you know, as Tanya said, we, we eat with our eyes first. <laughs> She's saying she wants to, she wants the same thing for female veterans. Right. If, and, and market. If, if, if you guys aren't familiar with uh, pinupsforvets.com, what they do is uh, they take uh, females, 1940s, 1950s, vintage type photos, and they sell calendars. Right, and they're and, all veterans. Too. And they're all veterans. All right. these females are veterans. And the, the proceeds go to different organizations that help veterans. Right. Uh, Wounded Warrior Project, um, Home Vets, things of that nature. Right. And Johnny says, this is, this is a, what you call it, a non-traditional support form. Yes, it is. But it's, it's these women are actually, even though they're veterans themselves, they're doing what women traditionally do, which is nurture. They're trying to put something out there uh, motivational for the guy. So I'm just saying that it would be nice if there was something like that for, for the females. It's not everything, but you'd be surprised when you're alone. And a lot of veterans, when we come back, you know, things aren't like they were when we left. People leave us. We get thrown out. We don't know what's going on. It would be nice to have some little positive thing, even if you don't love it. If you just look at it and it lights a fire in your head or your heart somewhere, that's what this is for. I really like the the pinups for vets. I mean, well, they're beautiful. Yeah, uh, I take that as a challenge. There you go, guys. Yeah, come uh, on. DV Tanya wants to see your your pinups. Uh, you know, they they the, I think I think it's the the Los Angeles Fire Department. That does the fireman's uh, calendar. Do you know what I'm talking about, Dan? I I might. I I, I think <laughs> I think it's them. <laughs> get there, get there, get there. Um, yeah, I, it, 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 it's, some, it's some fire department someplace that does this uh, this um, men of the of Los Angeles County Fire Department uh, calendar, and it's very very successful. So if the fireman can do it, damn skippy that we can. There you go, guys. There's the challenge. Uh, Tanya wants to see your male pinup. So get out in the garage. Don't be gross, though, okay? Don't be gross. I mean, if you look at <laughs> mom yourselves after the pinups for vets for men, please don't. See, and, and you'll help. No banana hammocks. You'll, you, banana hammocks. You'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have heard Dan's comment. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that is, that is a non-traditional support. And you know, I want to I want to talk about another non-traditional support um, that that's geared towards the men. Um, and we've had Sailor Jerry on the show, if you remember, we've had her on twice now. And Sailor Jerry is one of the admins over at the Facebook page, Girls for Gunslingers. And how this page started was that uh, one girl, one of the admins, started taking pictures to send to, to her lover who was deployed, and it blossomed from there. Now, Girls for Gunslingers has 604,000 followers, hmm. 604,000 followers. That's a hell of a lot of followers. Yeah. And the Girls for Gunslingers is a non-traditional support group because of veterans themselves. You're feeling down that day. You're, you're, you're not happy, and you reach out, and you place that on Facebook that you're reaching out. You will have more people commenting back to you and attempting to call you, then you know what to do with. Let me give you an example a couple of months ago of a life that was saved because of a non-traditional support group, Girls, uh, Girls for Gunslingers. Guy gets on there, leaves a comment that he's had enough of the VA, he can't do it anymore, 
Thank you for the support. Goodbye. Now, within an hour and a half, this generated 184 comments as people trying to find out who he is, where he's at, and how to get to them. Within an hour and a half, they were able to find out who this guy was, where he currently was at. One of the, the, the followers there on Girls for Gunslinger got in a car and started driving over there. And then the admins contacted the police and EMT to do a health and welfare check on this guy. The outcome of that is he's now secured, healthy, happy, no longer thoughts of, of becoming a statistic. That is non-traditional support. That's a veteran helping a veteran. Now, I'm a big proponent for, for girls for gunslingers. I'm on there all the time. Everybody knows. And, you know, the, the, this, this, this program, VeteransAir.us, um, supports Sailor Jerry and her career. And following into Tanya's line of topics here, why can't we have a group like that centered on females? Right, because there are approximately 200,000 female Iraq veterans, and, and uh, I don't know why it is, but we're more isolated both during and after deployments like that. It's hard to find that gender-specific peer-based support that we need. It is hard. I don't know why it is, but it just is. Hey, Dick, do we have to go on break here? You guys got about 10 more minutes. Keep talking. Okay. Um, so I like this idea, and it may, maybe it's not politically correct in today's society to to segment female veterans from male veterans. But you know what? Regardless of what's politically correct in today's society, that's a fact. There's men and there's women. And don't go with the other genders. Because well, there I'm are sorry, I got a little bit bogged down by the innies, the outies, the the transformers, if you will. There, there she goes again. It's just difficult. There, there, there's, there's two genders here. And, uh, and, anymore. And well, yes, there we'll are. just stick with the basics yeah. of male and female for now. <laughs> That's right. Veterans there, we only have two. We only have two. Um, we do tend to, I mean, this is, this is in our DNA. We do tend to look at males one way and females another way. And let's face it. Females talk to females, guys talk to guys. That's just the way it is. That's human nature. Right. It's in our DNA. That's true. Um, if there's 200,000 female Iraqi veterans, mm -hmm. there's got to be more than that overall. And we know this. Everybody knows this. But when we say we're going to do a veteran support, we tend to lump them all together. Right. So I can see where you're coming from, that we're looking for specific support groups and specific support for female. Right. Now there's homeless veterans, but there's homeless male veterans and there's homeless female, female veterans. veterans. And let's face it, even if they wanted to go to a shelter of some kind, even what they have access to is different. There there are a lot of there's a couple places here. There's not many in Corpus Christi. I don't I don't know about Conroe where you live, but um, there's a certain place that's just for the male and one just for the female. Well, they, just, just, uh, they don't mix. Just last month, wearing my Commander American Legion hat, just last month I got a call from a female veteran, um, homeless, and was looking to get into a shelter. Um, we can get, in, get her into a, uh, a woman's shelter for battered women right. if she was battered. We could get her into a woman's, uh, a woman's shelter if she happened to be, have children. She didn't. She was just a homeless vet. Now, we have one or two shelters for specifically for homeless vets in the greater Houston area, but could we get her in there? No, we couldn't get her in. Why? They're usually too There's full. There's a thing She was female. Right. Oh. Well, because, well, I mean, she is like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Isolated. It, you know, there was a bed available, but we couldn't put her, put her in there because this open bay, yeah. you know, in the shelters, there were all males there. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sorry to say it, but some of you guys out there are just pigs. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't Welcome trust you either. Welcome to the land of pork products. I, I wouldn't trust you either. So we do, you know, from, from a, a 
a realistic standpoint, we do need to have different types of, or rather the same benefits, but segmented out between male and female for these veterans. You know, I hate to interrupt you, but just to throw something out there, I've been, on one deployment I was in Saudi Arabia, we were drawing down Prince Fulton Air Base, the jewel of the Nile, whatever, and I had to actually... played in that, didn't he? <laughs> no, no I think I played in that. I was the one picking up my dry cleaning while Dick Cheney was talking oh, okay. about how... I don't know what he saw that was so beautiful, but whatever. The point is that I actually, to protect myself, had to sleep inside my office with a lock on the inside of the door. Not the door lock, but an, an additional lock. So um, if you want isolated, you know, there it is. Every, all the males were together, and I was in my office by myself. Yeah. Yeah, because, because some I, guys, just because they're veterans, yeah. it makes no difference. Some guys are well, just Well, they're gay. really nice. You know, they offered... They offered for me to come over there if I wanted. They said I could sleep there. Oh, I have a comment, but I'm not going to make it because, <laughs> you know, Dick will go, you can't say that on, on this radio station. Um, no, we'll just leave that out so there. We'll just leave that out there. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't know what the answer is right? or how to, how to start one of these non-traditional sport groups. But that being said, um, looking and researching this topic, uh, graceunderfire.org, is a really good place to start your search for specific. Um, who is this? Uh, WomenVeteranRock.org. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah, they're out there, but they need to have some, some we need to, to find them. It's a hard to find those things. And to, and to put out the word that they are there. You know, because a lot of times women, when, well, I do anyway, when I get, down or I start feeling the weirdness where you have to check all the door locks 15 times. When I'm like that, I don't answer the door. I don't answer the phone. And let's face it, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the couch over there, curled up like a little pea, wishing something was different, but I don't know where to go. Well, I was talking to uh, Ashley senior from the military veterans peer network just before the show. And she says that she has a list of, uh, of resources that she's going to send over to us. Um, Ashley, if you're listening, I did check my email before the show and I have not gotten that list, but if you get that list together, we can make it available. Um, in my generation, uh, or, or where rather when, when I served and the type of units that I was in, we didn't have any females. We had females in support roles, but they, you know, we, ne we didn't see them in, in combat support. Yeah, that was Dan, the, you're more recent. Well, that was the same with me. They started uh, integrating when I was leaving. I mean, we, we had them, but they were always in a support role. They were a cook. Or the um, S, S shops or something. Exactly, exactly. Um, Ashley, um, Ashley Taylor from the Military Veterans Peer Network, um, she was a mechanic. I thought she was um, a driver. She was just, no, no, no. That, that, that's how she got Bo. Oh, we should, we should, uh, before Dan, Doug. we should, we should wish, we should wish Ashley a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and congratulate her on baby Bo. Oh, she finally popped? Yes, baby Bo was born. That's where Ashley's been for the past two, three months. He's been on maternity leave. Baby, baby Bo has been born, everybody that's following it. Uh, Ashley and baby are doing well. Um, Ashley strangely is, is keeping baby Bo from us. I, I don't blame uh, you know, her. We're horrible influences. I, I think that's wrong. Dick, uh, you, you know, Ashley, I think you should call her and make her come on the show and bring baby Bo. Send the party bus to go get her. Yeah, we can send the party bus. And, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we got, we got a headset mic for baby Bo so we can get all full dialogue from him. Absolutely, absolutely. No, uh, I've, I've seen pictures on her Facebook where she's out and about with Bo uh, and Baby Bo. But strangely enough, she hasn't come to she hasn't come to any of our events. I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if she's embarrassed about us or that concern that we'd embarrass her in public. We would never do that. Well, maybe not intentionally. Maybe she's that, afraid that uh, you'll give her child too much candy and then hand her hand her back. Or wait, does she have a boy or a girl? Boy, Boy baby Bo. Okay. Boy. You never know. Yeah, she, she, she followed orders and produced man child. Man child. Shut up. Shut up. Doug, we got Shut three up. minutes according to, to Dick. 
Okay. So in three minutes, um, well, we'll take a break, but and we'll change topics, and you know, I'll go on to my new usual rant. But before that, in three minutes, um, to sum this up, there are benefits out there for the female veteran. They're just hard to find. And there are some specific resources out there for the female veteran. But I think we need to promote that more. Something fun. You know, like something fun. That's a fun, fun thing. I mean, it's not fun having a limb loped off, but if you're going to open your eyes, it's nice to see something pretty when you wake up. Hey, nice. the, the, some of these combat veteran females with uh, amputees, they're stoked, man. They're cooking. That's they're hot. hot. They're hotties. And, and yet, if, if any of you yeah, hotties out there want to... Like and that. they come with less baggage. <laughs> oh, Oh, that's right. Less limbs, less baggage. <laughs> so, guys, guys out there, um, obviously, you know, we're use uh, Tanya here as the the measuring stick. She wants to see, she wants to see you as a pinup. Pretty please with sugar on it. And some somebody out there needs to start an admin, a Facebook group, modeled after girls for gunslingers. It can be guys for gunslingers. And, you know, make it female-focused so that females have a safe haven to go to. Hey, and, if, you know, if you talk to Gina, maybe she'll allow you to go out there. And she's kind of pretty, so there's a little carrot. Absolutely. Yeah, I just I recently did a, uh, a pinup for veterans shoot with, uh, with uh, Allison and uh, Cheyenne. Really? Yes, yes. Came out really good. Hey, guys, Hi. that's right. Face, I have, I have Face as a pinup, um, and I have Allison as a pinup. Um, I got to get back and start redoing them. Um, oh, that came out wrong. Yeah, that did. <laughs> I, never I, say that I, 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 ever, I, I have to go back and, and, and start. No, he's going to tell me on the dazzle because if he left it all together, it blind you. That's right. That's, that's right. That's mean. absolutely what it is. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to, we're going to, what am I at break now? Yeah, I'm almost at break. So we're gonna we're gonna take a break. Turn it back over to Engineer Dick, who's gonna do the news and weather for us in Conroe. Thank I'll you. give you the uh, I'll give you the weather in, in Corpus Christi. It's friggin' cold. Awesome. Hey Johnny, thanks for the mittens. I, I, I I'm actually can use those today, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Welcome back to Veterans Dare. We're on the phone with Tanya of VitterGlitter.us and Douglas B. out of Corpus Christi. Let's talk about our president. Is he doing his job, and what has he done for veterans? Hey, thanks, Dad. That was awesome. Um, we usually do at this point, we, we do our, our constitutional minute, and I hold on my constitution. I can't do that today because I'm not in the, in the station. So I have one. You want me to go get it? That's right. You do have one. Tanya does have our, our constitution for us, so we can actually feel that we're doing our constitutional minute. Doug, you didn't um, bring your uh, your constitutional book I got you? I, I did not because you know, you know how much I value that book, and our listeners know how much I value that book. I do not take it on the road with me, but we I do have one of the, our, our pocket constitutions. Oh, real, real quick, listeners out there, if you do not have a copy of the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, you can contact us at veteransair.us, and we will send you a copy of each free of charge. No, no strings attached. Every you, home should have at least one. Every home should have a, have a U.S. Constitution. With an index and the Declaration of Independence, Bill of Rights, significant dates, things of that nature. But anyway, back to, back to what I was going to say is, is so we usually do a constitutional minute, then I have my rant because, Dick, thank you for the soapbox. Um, today we're going to combine them into commentary, and we're going to talk about, about Donald J. Trump, our president. Whether you love him, whether you hate him, doesn't matter. What matters is the power and respect of the office of the presidency. There's a lot of talk today, recently, well, since he's been elected, 
um, of what a president can and what a president cannot do. Are we and talking about legally or morally? Legally. Okay. Most of that talk is wrong, by the way. No. Yes. Now, let's see what the only document that matters, the U.S. Constitution, says about the powers granted to the office of the president. And we're specifically those following along at home in your, your U.S. Constitution. Feel free to whip that out. We'll so, wait a second. Okay. We're, we're, looking at, we're specifically looking at Article 2, Sections 2, 3, and 4. And I'm quoting here. The president shall be the commander in chief of the army and navy of the United States and of the militia of several states when called into actual service of the United States. He may require the opinion in writing of the principal officer of each executive department upon any subject relating to the duties of those respective officers. And he shall have power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States, except in cases of impeachment. So he can't pardon himself. Can't pardon himself. Can't pardon somebody that's been impeached. Now, he shall also have the power, by and with the advice and consent of the Senate, to make treaties, provide two third, providing two-thirds of the senators present concur, and he shall nominate, and by and with the advice and consent of the Senate, shall appoint ambassadors and other public ministers and consuls and judges of the Supreme Court. He can do that with the consent and approval of the Senate. Appointments are not here and otherwise provided for, appointments not here and otherwise provided for, and which shall be established by law, but Congress may by law vest the appointments of such inferior officers as they think proper in the president alone, in the courts of law, or in the heads of department. The president shall have the power to fill all vacancies that may happen during the recess of the Senate by granting commissions, which shall expire at the end of their next session. Do we remember when President Obama appointed an officer of a department and the Senate was in recess? He had the power to do that, but that officer, that department head, that secretary, should have either been confirmed or replaced when the Senate came back into session. He wasn't. So are you saying the Senate was uh, lax on their duties? Oh, yes, absolutely. Section 3 of Article 2 says that the president shall, from time to time, give to the Congress information of the State of the Union and recommend to their consideration such measures as he shall deem necessary that he shall judge necessary and expedient. And he may, on extraordinary occasions, convene both houses or either of them. And in the case of a disagreement between them with respect to the time of adjournment, he may adjourn them to such time as he thinks proper. He shall receive ambassadors and other public ministers and shall take care that the law be faithfully executed and shall commission all the officers of the United States. This is an important section here. How so, Doug? The pre- Say again? How, how is how it so? important? It's important because we ne- the president can make Congress and the Senate convene. He can make Congress and the Senate be there until such time as he says you can adjourn. Hey, that's just like the active duty military. If they can't get their house, their, their act together, he can adjourn them until such time as he says, okay, you've had time to think about it, get it together. This is important because what's happening right now? Right now, Congress is scrambling all over the place so they can go on their break in January. Right. Hell, they didn't get back to work until this morning, and they're going to take another break? No. See, the president has the ability and the authority under Section 3, Article 2 of the, of the U.S. Constitution to make those houses do their job. People. He can make your congressman and senator do their job. So why hasn't this happened before? Politics. Wait, let me read Section 4 to you. The president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment 
for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Everybody's calling for the impeachment of our president because he's not my president. Well, guess what? If you're American, he is your president. That's right. But impeachment, impeachment for and conviction of. You can't impeach him unless he's been convicted of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. But Doug, Everybody's Russia. Uh, has he has has he been charged with treason? But Doug, Russia. His Twitter. Well, yeah, well, that was, with yes, it's a country. <laughs> and, and, and I like their salad dressing. Right. And, I like and, it. You know, vodka's good too. Orange is not colorful. Now, hey, there's an investigation going on. Why do we feel that it's necessary to ruin somebody's life because somebody else doesn't like him and has a bigger voice? Mm-hmm. The U.S. Constitution says you cannot impeach our legally elected representatives. Unless they're convicted of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. High crimes. Now, high crimes. So what, what, what's the, the definition of high crimes? What constitutes high crimes? Monica, Monica Lewinsky. Right. Under the desk. That, that, that's a high crime because not that the act that he did it um, or that he did it in the, in the office. It's yeah. a crime. Right. It's a crime to do that. Morally and also criminally, you can't do that. That's a crime. Right. And he could have been convicted of that. Now, that's what the Constitution says are the powers of the Office of the Presidency. But we know that the Supreme Court and the legislative branch has added additional powers in the last two centuries. It'd be nice if instead of trying to pick off the president, they turned all that energy into something positive. Do your job, congressmen and senators. Anything else is a waste of our time and money. And by the way, we do pay their salary. We we do pay we do pay their salaries and their health care and their protection. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, parking, their haircuts. There's there, there's a call for the twenty seventh amendment. I think it is um, for time limits on congressmen and senators. I I wholeheartedly agree that that is needed. I I agree too. You know. It, it was not until the 19th century that the office of the presidency was restricted to two terms. That's right. Did you know that? Yes. Franklin Delano Roosevelt served for three terms during World War II. Outstanding. Raise your hand, Dan. Place it behind your head. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> That's a hell of a nice piece of history. And look at that. Dick, you didn't even have to look it up on Google for us this time. That's love of country right there. Paying attention to it. I want to talk a little bit more about these additional powers that were imposed upon the office of the presidency. Because people may not know this. Within the executive branch, the president, he's got really broad powers. Um, And he has these powers to manage the national affairs and uh, the government and our economies and all those other things. But the president doesn't make law. He doesn't make the law. He can't make the law. He's expressly forbidden to make the law. But he does have the responsibility to ensure that those laws are enforced. The presidency, the office of the president, however, can issue rules, regulations, and instructions called executive orders, which have the binding force of law on federal agencies but do not require the approval of the United States Congress. An executive order for all purposes, tense and purposes, it's a law, but it affects only federal agencies. So I would think about this. Think about this. Immigration is a hot topic right now. Whether you want to build a wall or not, you have immigration reform. We have the travel ban. We have this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. Can the president do this? Absolutely the president can do this. Because that executive order for the travel ban affected what? It was imposed only upon Homeland Security, the Department of Homeland Security, and Department of Immigration, State Department to a degree. Mm -hmm. He runs those agencies. He is the CEO. 
he makes the rules for what these agencies are going to follow. Everybody got up into arms. There were lower federal court judges that said, no, we're going we're gonna to strike this down because that's the, that's the judicial branch's job to do that until it got to the Supreme Court. And Dan, do you know what the Supreme Court said? They said it was completely constitutional. Complete. Thank you. See? Completely constitutional. Because so it everybody was, else it was just, well within the powers of the presidency. That's right, and that's what we have the Supreme Court to have to make that determination. Now, you want to change that within the next ninety days because that's how long this ban is in effect. Well, you better come up with new information. Petition the Supreme Court to rehear the case. That's Absolutely. why I'm laughing. It'll take them ninety days just to just to get a petition worded the right yeah, way. But uh, I think to do that, uh, as well as uh, sending in a petition, you have to send in new evidence. That's as right. Well, yeah, you, you absolutely, you absolutely do. Yeah. Let's talk about another thing that the office of the president does that where we we as a country, as a people, blame on the president. Now, in 1921, the Budget and Accounting Act was signed into law. And this put additional responsibilities and onuses on the presidency because the president now had to prepare a budget for the United States. Congress was required to approve it, and the act required the Office of Management and Budget to assist the president with the preparation of this budget. There was a law signed in 1921 that said, the president is going to create the budget for the United States for the coming year. I agree with that. He's the CEO. He should be able to do that. And he has the, the he has a number of different agencies providing him input, just like in a company. We have the CPA. We have the chief financial officer. We have all of his underlings providing information for the budget. But it says right here in the Budget and Accounting Act of 1921, that Congress is required to approve that budget and pass it. Because who makes law in this country? Congress. Congress does. The senators do. Legislative branch. Mm -hmm. So the president, and I checked this out, by the way, the presidents have submitted budgets year after year after year to Congress. But Congress hasn't approved any of them. Uh, yeah, I ran into this when I was getting deployed. They, uh, they had that whole government stand down and I didn't get paid for like the first few months of my deployment. It was fun. That's insane. Yeah. You remember two, they two got years paid, ago? Though. They got paid. Just oh, yeah, they got paid. Yep. So, was it two years ago, three years ago, two years ago that they shut down all the national parks and monuments? The Washington, the Washington Monument was closed. The Smithsonian was closed because we didn't have a budget. Yes, of course, that's bullshit. We had a budget. I didn't say that, Dick. You didn't hear that. We had a budget. Congress just didn't approve it. And right now, Congress still hasn't approved a budget. All they have approved is a resolution kicking that budget further down the road so the government stays open. That's ridiculous. That, that should be like one of the number one things the government needs to do right now is balancing a budget. I think so, too. They're just uh, prolonging the, the issue. We've got six minutes, Doug. Okay. In six minutes. The president, as commander-in-chief of the United States Forces, may also call into federal service individual state units of the National Guard. In times of war or national emergency, the Congress may grant the president broader powers to manage national, the national economy and the security of the United States. And these powers are called the War Powers Act. What a fun name. What a fun name. Now, the War Powers Act also severely limited the ability of the president to conduct warfare without the approval of Congress. And here's where war got screwed up. Isn't it like Congress 90 days? Well, yeah, this is what it says. Congress has constitutionally provided the power to declare war. But if the president needed to send troops to other countries for emergency reasons, Approved statuses required the notification of Congress within 48 hours. For any time beyond 60 days, further congressional approval was required. So the president can't declare war. He can't. The president cannot declare war on North Korea. 
Calm down. He's not going to get us into a war. He can't. The president can't declare war. Congress declares war. Yeah, they act like his finger is poised over some red button. Now, if I was the president, my finger would be on that button. And I think that's why people aren't electing me. Yeah, you're still going to be my campaign manager, right? What's that? You're still going to be my campaign manager, right? I, I will. Yes, I will. Yeah. Um, so... We're not going to get in war with North Korea because the president can't. Only Congress can do it. But the president can send troops. Now, he can send troops with, with some, some – some, there has to be a, a reason right. that um, of national economy, uh, security of the United States. Now you've heard the term national interest and the best national interest. Those are the only way that the, that the president – can send troops someplace. Somebody mowing down their people with sarin gas. Yeah, that, little that's, things. Yeah, little things like, like that. that. So you mean in defense of of our nation and interests? Right. It, it doesn't even have to be in defense. It's, it can be in the national interest. Right. Is is Afghanistan going to attack us? Nah. Yeah, probably not. So. No. Probably no. Not. Can he send troops there? Yep. He surely can because it's in the national interest of the United States to make sure that there is a, a solid and stable Middle East. Yes. Ah, a giant cat box. Now, now that we know what the presidents can and cannot do, let's look at, let's look specifically at Donald Trump and what he's done in less than a year. Right. Bear in mind, he's been in office less than a year. The number one biggie is cost of living adjustment, COLA. It's going to be 2% this year. In nineteen in uh, twenty eighteen, two percent. This is the first substantial increase in years and years and years. Last year we did have an increase of point zero two percent, but this year we're getting a whole two percent. For me, that's two hundred and thirteen dollars more a year, Dan. That's uh, that's that's quite the up up upgrade. It wasn't it like point two percent. Yeah. Yeah. Point, yeah. Point, yeah. point zero two. Uh, yeah, and, and if you're looking for what it is, go on over to militarybenefits.info, and you can see the COLA increases across the board. Yep. He also signed the Veterans Appeals Improvement and Modernization Act in August. That's right. Now, this act, now is a Doug, two minutes. Hopefully, okay. <gasps> hopefully, it'll speed up the claims and the appeals process. He did the VA reform bill, and that's a new law that you can we can now fire VA employees. And a lot of them have been over a thousand. Outstanding. He's Trump signed a bill providing $2 billion to open new clinics and to fund the total choice act. That's right. More, more access to private healthcare. Yep. And, and insurance. So let's go real quick. Dan, how about giving us a shout out to our sponsors? Absolutely. Shout out to our show sponsors. Veterans Air is made possible by the support of East Meets West Productions, full service business and marketing consultants, helping veterans start and fund their businesses for 25 years. For more information, call 361-904-0044. And by the American Legion, Conroe Post 411. Post 411 meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at... 13614 Poplar Circle, Suite 201, Conroe, Texas. Visit AmericanLegionConroe.org for more information. Outstanding. I expect to see you all there. Um, that about ends the show for, for this month, but tune in again on February 6th for a Valentine's show at 1 p.m. We'll have some special downloads for both male and female listeners, veterans out there. I think I see we got get, can't get a picture of the uh, DB Tanya and the, the Apex Predators for you guys out there, and uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll take off my shirt because I am all that. <laughs> Those long flowing locks. Those long flowing locks. That beautiful hair. Uh, <laughs> I want to I want to leave you as we do each month with this awesome song by the Warrior Project. Uh, go download it from VeteransAir.us or over on iTunes. And while we listen, let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform today that are standing in harm's way protecting our freedoms and our liberties. Thank you. If you're wearing the uniform, I say thank you too. I'm proud of you. Until next month, stay vigilant, stay safe. Amen.
Cut out. 